Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Um, the movie that was my most disappointing movie of the year is a movie that I absolutely loved, but I wasn't necessarily happy with the ending, and that's uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Hmm, that's some. Uh, that's a bold claim. Yeah. Yeah. Explain. Well, because like that's a, that's a hot take. Inconceivable. Hello and welcome to Inconceivable Season 3! I'm William. You, you I'm Wesley. <laughs> I'm Gordon and I'm Alex. We'll fix that. I, used to, yeah. <laughs> I normally go third, so I, I, was like, I was like, I usually go next, but I'm not gonna I do know, it over here. I know we go third, and I was like, I'm sitting in the second seat, so yeah. for the people okay. who are listening in, we uh, we got extra seats and we moved around yeah, a little bit, so that's, that's right. why we, we have a yeah. four seat for this season, so we can have up to four people now. Four oh player action. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've upgraded from like um, oh oh uh, toads to like toads? Ninja turtles. Uh, no, um, battle toads. Battle toads to ninja turtles. It's a three player. That's game. That's, that's fit. Oh, yeah, oh okay. That's the reference. I mean, I guess. I'm, I'm, <laughs> if you say that's so. a fair comparison because battle toads are still cool, but they're not as cool as ninja turtles. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I didn't know what battle toads was a thing. Well, really? they're uh, getting a movie or something. That's true. Probably. Toads? Are they really? They're either yeah. getting a movie or they're rebooting the game franchise. No, they're getting Something's movie. happening. Okay. They're making movies for everything no, wait, nowadays. No, it's not a movie. It is a game. That's right. Is it a game? Okay. Yes. It would be super weird to have like a franchise that hasn't been around for a while. Just to be a movie like, all of a sudden? Yeah, a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it could be a good rebranding opportunity. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a Battleship, sort of. They're just like, Battleship is a game. Did you know they're making a Monopoly movie? Really? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's the same thought. I mean, Battleship like, isn't interesting at all. That's what I was saying. I'm okay. Like, yeah. But like, yeah, they're making Monopoly movie, and I guess um, what's his face is gonna um, Kevin Hart is gonna be like in it. I'm I sorry, guess. What? I, will, I know. I will watch that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not Kevin Hart. It's somebody like that. So or maybe it is Kevin Hart. I don't know. But I'll I will believe it eventually. Yeah. Speaking of movies. Speaking yeah. of movies, we are talking about our favorite movies of 2018. Yes. Um. Our favorite movies, our most disappointing movies, and our most surprising movies slash least favorite. We've been discussing about how to call it, but um, yeah, I have a list of it in chronological order. Actually, the it way it's really hard for me. So yeah, but yeah. Before we move on to our uh, segment, I'd like to go over a couple of announcements for the show. Season three, we are having two types of shows for Inconceivable. First off, we're having what we're having right here, which is going to be a single topic. R.I.P. Gary um, show where we are going to be more educated talking about a singular focus thing headed by one person. This one's a bit more collaborative, but it'll be more in its normal format in episode two. I call it Battle Royale mode. <laughs> Jeez. Anything goes. <laughs> it's 2019. we got to follow the trends. Everything has Battle Royale. Now so does Inconceivable. <laughs> Only one leaves this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Only one gets the chicken dinner. <laughs> Who wins? Gary, Who was the first, Gary was the first one to lose. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so and then we're also going to have our um, in between the other uh, every other week episodes of these. Um, we're going to have spoiler cast reviews where we talk about movies, our first reactions in full with spoilers. Hopefully within the week of a movie re release, so you can know right away what we think about a certain movie. What William really means is he wants us to hold in all of our emotions about movies for about an hour. I after. really want our first reactions. <laughs> it should be interesting. We'll see how long it lasts, but that's hey, that's the goal. I feel like I'm gonna blow an artery or something when I'm doing that. <laughs> I feel oppressed. <laughs> suppressed? <laughs> suppressed. You're suppressing yeah. me. Suppressive. So let's jump right into it. <laughs> anyway. Um we're gonna start with the most disappointing movie, which I would like to say right off the bat. All of us didn't really have a movie that we hated this year. Yeah. All of us, we were we were pretty satisfied. And all the movies that we're going to be talking about here, we're only talking about the movies that we've seen. This isn't some definitive list of all the things that came out last year. It is just what we've seen and our personal opinions. So, and my opinions like, are going to change in a couple months. It's true. Yeah, we don't intentionally go see movies that we're just like, yeah, that's going to be absolutely terrible. Yeah. So I'm not going to spend money on stuff like that. I want to go see movies that I like. We might have motivation to do that now, though. It's true. Go Just see go see. Don't go to, I don't think yeah. we should go see movies that are in theaters. I think we can watch them like at home or something like that. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. cheaper. So for me, my most disappointing movie, um, and this isn't one that I disliked, but I think that had the most potential that it didn't use the most of it. And for me, that was Ready Player One. I actually liked it more than most people did because I didn't read the books, so I didn't have that hindrance. But uh, I do really love the concept, and I thought it was a decent movie. However, and I will say that the theater experience was pretty great, kind of like how Avatar, you know, that classic, you know, it was better in the movies, and then you watch on DVDs, like, oh, this isn't nearly as interesting. Um, Ready Player One also a um, also has that same problem, you know, like way more entertaining to see in theaters. It's a good experience. Yeah. Like. And when you're out and you have all the accoutrements. Exactly. So I laugh with happy feelings, but then looking back at the movie, honestly, it's not something that I go out of my way to watch again. Okay. You know, um, and the concept, while really awesome, is also its downfall. The fact that it has such an awesome concept and it's just so much going on. Yeah, I didn't really watch it over Christmas. So. Yeah, I feel like it would have done much better if it was an actual TV show because then they would have been able Absolutely. to explore it a lot more. Honestly, one. a lot of things like that have TV shows, now that TV shows are being taken with a higher production value and more seriously, like, it almost seemingly is the preferred route for, like, more expanded stories now. Right, and novel know? adaptations and series and yeah. such, yeah. As uh, in a series of unfortunate events. For sure. Bingo. Yeah. Three seasons and it was good. Yeah. Yep, done. For sure. So yeah, I really mm. liked 4 Player One, but, yeah, I just, I could have done could have done so much better you know i felt like the the villain especially lacked the most like like that's the thing it's i love the main characters oh and my main grape i gotta say i know i brought it up sometime in the podcast when we originally talked about but i gotta say one of my mo most disappointing things about the story was the fact that when they built up this girl as someone who like was like maybe ugly or mm -hmm. something like that in real kind life. Like, like a, you wouldn't like, like horrible me, really. disfigurement. Yeah, exactly. Or Little like face or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you, have you guys seen uh, She's Out of My League? No. Uh, okay. So there, there's this, uh, so there's this movie Jer Jay Baruchel and um, Alice Eve, who's mm -hmm. in Star Trek, and she's absolutely gorgeous. But she's like kind of uh, like at one point in the movie, they're like, yeah, she has this thing where. She has like a deformity and she's like super uncomfortable mm -hmm. about it. So like, don't call her perfect because she really has a problem with that. And it ends up that she has like webbed feet. 
and it, like like just like tiny little like webbing in between that's her toes, it. and so like that's the like the whole thing. Um, that's it. And it's and it's like Wear really? socks. Okay. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. In in the book, uh, Ready Player One, I haven't actually seen the movie, but in the book, she's supposed to have like this massive like I think it's like a, it's a bl- dark birthmark. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a, a blood, really red one. Uh, red yeah. wine kind of whatever the. And then what is, the one in here, it was like it's like slightly pink, like she had a bad makeup day or something. Yeah. yeah. Or like a, it was like a, like a spotty sunburn kind of. It was like you look the same, like. Or it's not the like, same, but like, it's like there's no, nothing wrong with right. no. And she yeah. was still above average, like attractive wise too. Like I was expecting, are we actually going to see like, uh, like a main couple in a movie with like two average people, like two average looking people? Like mm-hmm. how crazy would that be? Like that's I, the real social, and social got, injustice. And I think I got era. really <laughs> excited for that as soon as they said, "Oh, you would like, oh, this could be a really cool storyline that we never see. Like we literally mm-hmm. never see in wow. Hollywood. They, Ugly people in a movie." <laughs> And they didn't, and they did, and they told like, me the reveal for me that was like so depressing. I was like, wait, the people really? who play a lot of video games are actually average looking? What? I mean, it's so insensitive, but like the sentiment is real. Like, yeah. So yeah. I was that was extremely disappointing to me specifically, and I have other gripes, but for me that was something that I was in the movie I was getting excited for, thinking that's a good storyline. I would love to see this, and they just totally didn't deliver on it you know it was all talk and I was like wow that that kind of sucks imagine so. how disappointed you would have been if you actually read the book yeah see that's <laughs> that the thing, a right? lot yeah. worse so yeah what about you Wesley oh we're gonna go one at a time yeah yeah that's a good idea well, um, um, we could we could actually just like do pop back and forth because you and I have the same one I we think. could do ours and we can talk about it together because I think yeah. ours is the same go and for we it. can finish yeah. off with yours yeah because yeah. yeah. there's anticipation <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to go first? Um, I, I can, I guess. Uh, so my most disappointing movie of the year, I knew it wasn't going to be great, but I thought I still had some hope for it. Was a solo a Star Wars story? Because I first watched it, I was like, it's okay. I mean, I had some fun moments, but like the more I thought about it, and then like the second time I watched it, which was with you actually, I was watching it, and I was I was just waiting for the bad moments because I was watching it with someone who hadn't seen it before, and I'm just like, just wait, this is going to happen. And then we watch it, we're just and, and Gordon's just like. What? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like what I, what I had expectations for Star Wars Solo Story because I felt like it could mm-hmm. be something. Solo a Star Wars Story. Solo Star Wars. Star Wars a Solo Story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it ends Great. up being a one off. <laughs> sort yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, for Solo, I had some expectations for it. I was hoping that it would kind of kind of like bring Star Wars fans back together a little bit just be like a fun Star Wars movie that people can enjoy and not have to be so divided about because that's what would happen with the previous movie was mm-hmm. The Last Jedi I was like maybe this will kind of bring it up a little bit and then I watched it and I was like it's very subpar honestly I didn't think that it was anything amazing I thought that they I think another problem that they had was that they condensed so many storylines that we've heard about into one movie it just mm-hmm. felt like it was cramped and it didn't have enough substance. They just picked all the moments that uh, are referenced and just like, this is Han Solo's long weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? no. This is how we met everyone. Can you imagine? That sounds like a Spider-Man movie title. Spider-Man's right. long weekend. <laughs> well, have you heard nowadays, the, yeah. Have you heard the thing about the naming convention for Spider-Man? Next one's going to be like Spider-Man Home Alone. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, one of the things that Gordon mentioned... Um, you remember is like in in the movie it makes a pretty big deal of Han Solo's lucky dice and we see them a little bit in The Last Jedi yeah. but then Gordon pointed out like did we ever see do we know that he had lucky dice in the original trilogy because yeah. we never saw them yeah that was so totally a book so thing. they just, well, just give it supposedly um, the dice 
are in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon in yeah. the original trilogy. They're talked about, but... No, talked about, I don't think so. I think they might be in one of the ultimate, or like one of the visual dictionaries, yeah. possibly. Possibly. Um, it's been a while since I've read through those, um, but it's, it's, it's kind of off-putting at yeah. this yeah. point that they're like, Oh my god! <laughs> well, like I knew they existed too. Where did I hear about I, them? I think I, I think I read about it somewhere. Maybe Harrison Ford talked about talked about the that's lucky so dice. That's weird. But something that's interesting was I think I was looking at the visual dictionary of um, the Last Jedi. It was talking about yeah, those are the lucky dice that Han used against Lando to win the Millennium Falcon. And then I watched the Solo story. And I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. No. <laughs> nope, they are. Like he even, even the when you're going with a narrative thread, they're not. Consistent. That's kind of disappointing. So yeah. just look it up on Wikipedia for the people who are making these movies. Like it's not that hard. Everyone, yeah. there's so much information. Just put to screen all the information that's already out there. Please yeah. don't mess this up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and, get that. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting for me because I went into it with low expectations. I didn't end up seeing it in theaters. Um, I ended up watching it uh, at home with Alex. And I still was kind of like, you know, even with lowered expectations, I was kind of like, yeah, that's that's even that's not <laughs> as good as I expected. One thing that Solo did for me, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate now knowing what's like happening with Disney's relationship with Star Wars, mm-hmm. I liked the premise that it set up okay. as a real story outside. I mean, yeah, we had Rogue One, but you still had lots of Jedi's and stuff like that, and it. This one, you set up a real story that has nothing to do with um, with any like Jedi's or Sith or anything yeah. like that, um, and sets up this underground world. Um, and I l- like that, and especially towards the end where it sets up basically this universe within this universe that we're familiar with. You okay. know, mm-hmm. a whole different like avenue of stories mm-hmm. that to me was interesting, and I had questions about that I wanted answers and an interesting hook that made me want to see more of this this like separate like universe that okay. they've created um but that's kind of neither here nor there within the movie itself because that's going forward the future which i don't know if you'll ever see now because mm-hmm. that was expected to be continued with the uh, boba fett movie or i think they were going to make the solo movie a trilogy or uh, have extra solo movies well i thought it was going to be something yeah. like they continue the storyline through other so not solo solo movies, but like stand like um like single character movies. <laughs> I think it might have been more I, with that. I still, I think the biggest loss of the solo movie still is that I think they they overreacted on the reception of it, oh, yeah. and they were just like, mm-hmm. okay, we're done, no more of these movies. Like really, sure. like, like you're one negative you're, thing. Yeah, your first your first Star Wars movie to not even get negative reviews, just to get like. Yeah, that was all right. They didn't get a lot of money. Oh yeah, because as far as like critics' reviews, way, way more decisively better than yeah, Last Jedi. Than, yeah, Last Jedi had a very high contrast of both good and bad reviews, and there was okay. very people middle of the road. This one, at least, had people middle of the road, and then on the better. Yeah, because like in the majority, people like enjoyed it. I even enjoyed it. Right, but like. Alex has been talking about his disdain for solo movie for quite a while now, <laughs> so I don't know if this is just like Stockholm syndrome taking its taking its. I'm sorry, but like now I'm starting to see <laughs> that like maybe, maybe I only liked it because of the Darth Maul reference. I really okay. I really liked a lot of what it was setting up. I thought it was good. I I liked uh, the the uh, crew that they had at the beginning with the mm-hmm. like the uh, the monkey guy and the the girl and uh, and uh, uh, Beckett. 
What? I was gonna say it's a shame they killed him off. Yeah, I was like they killed him off. Like, the, okay, the the ape or monkey guy, whatever it was, it was voiced by John Favreau. I was like, I'm yeah. enjoying this a yep. lot. He's amazing. And then they just kill him off, and then we get like Lando's great, obviously. I was but, gonna say I still love all the yeah, acting. Like I like I like Lando. Yeah, but I didn't like the girl, and I definitely didn't like the droid. I really hated the droid. Like she's just, yeah, I was disappointed. I I still loved all the acting in the movie though. Sure. Like I, I still thought he was a good choice for Lan- for for Han. Yeah, no, he, he did really, a surprise. Yeah. He really sells it. I think. Yeah. Uh, in a, if they did it differently, I think he would still be an excellent uh, excellent choice for that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I think for you, me personally, this had a lot more going towards it than against it, which is why I didn't put it down as most disappointing. As I was, I tried to bar my seven for this movie. Especially after the, the the aftermath of Last Jedi, mm-hmm. which I'll go on record as say I am on the side that I enjoyed that movie and I think it's good. Took mm-hmm. me a while, um, but that but that all being said, it hurt me. I wanted to make sure that I went in this with like a clean slate, not using Last mm-hmm. Jedi as a benchmark. And man, I wish more people would do that because that's why that's the majority of the bad reviews for this is people just yeah. thinking that Disney is now just failing Star Wars as a whole and that's that no, but the thing is is that I don't think like I don't think Disney even had faith in solo to begin with like they started uh, marketing it really late in the game yeah and it this this solo got was set up especially only five months after last Jedi people did not have enough time to cool down from that movie mm-hmm. to enjoy this movie as itself and not as something Right after last year, yeah, you know, like even you were telling me that you had expectations for it to be like something that would bring people back together. Mm-hmm. And true. like, I think definitely not that type of movie. Yeah, no, and I didn't really have any expectations going into Solo, so I think that's another thing that contributed to me, le- like enjoying it. Um, but now that you guys point out more of the inconsistencies <laughs> in it, I'm just like, that's not cool. I, mean, I feel disrespected as a fan. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I, I really don't. I don't want to be just like super negative about things. I don't want to be that guy, but it's really hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning more and more into that guy. So, <laughs> it's I, th- a I think I think that's something that you and I can work on. You've, gone, on you've on. gone down a path I can't follow. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Wesley? Oh, oh I got okay. So here we go. You're not ready for this. Um, what? So my runner-up for most disappointing movie of the year was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Not because I didn't enjoy it, because I did enjoy it, but because I didn't continue to talk about it after it was over. Like it was just kind of like it was another movie in the in the ever expanding Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think it's hard when you're a Marvel movie. Exactly, like, you have to be special, like to, in um, like in in the Marvel. Especially universe. when you come out in the same year as Avengers and Black Panther. And Black Panther, yeah, yeah. Like it was fun. I enjoyed watching it. Well, I do. I ever care if I watch it again? No. And I think like, that's the important distinction right there. Is yeah. That, will I go watch it again? Yeah. And so so that's not even my most disappointing one, though. So let me preface this before I send it, <laughs> send it out there to Brace the wolves. Brace yourselves, people. Um, the movie that was my most disappointing movie of the year is a movie that I absolutely loved, but I wasn't necessarily happy with the ending, and that's uh, Avengers Infinity War. Hmm. That's some. Uh, that's a bold claim. Yeah. Yeah. Explain. Well, because like that's a, that's a hot take. Okay. Because <laughs> How are you gonna back this up? I went and saw Infinity War in theaters twice. Um, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Okay. Starting starting over. Um, here we go. So I went and saw the movie, and like by the end of it, 
like the pe- the characters they chose to di- like to kill off and the ones they chose to keep alive, it like totally took me out of the movie. And I was like, I can't like I literally like audibly in the theater was like, I don't I don't buy it. Like yeah. like I just no. Well, like, when they ha- when they have uh, sorry, go ahead. It it just but like it killed like I stopped caring in that moment because mm-hmm. like Absolutely. I was like this isn't real. It took you out of the experience. Exactly, it took me out of the experience because I was like no things aren't going to stay that way. They can't. You because can't kill off Spider Man. You can't kill off Black Panther. You just can't do that because yeah, you basically end up with the original cast of the Avengers. Yes, yeah. and it's like kind of like it seems kind of contrived in that regard. Yeah, and like they the movie caused me to stop believing that the movie was the movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it okay. just so like. I still love Infinity War. It's a great movie, but like, they—I think there was a bad. I think it was a bad choice at the end with who they decided to kill off. They had to kill kill off quotation marks. Yeah, well, um, if you take away the title characters for movies that just came out that are already yeah, planning it's just, sequels, it's just too obvious. Like they yeah. get like I think I think they like showed their hand too much. You know if what I mean? They didn't take out Black Panther, Spider Man, and maybe a couple of uh, the Guardians. Then it would have been more believable. I if, think. Honestly, if they had just kept Black Panther and Spider-Man alive, I probably could have believed it mm-hmm. and would have been more I would have been actually sad at the end like a lot of other people were. Yeah. But I wasn't at all. I was like, no, none of them are dead. <laughs> I don't believe you. Like <laughs> But to be fair, what would they have done differently? Because the thing just is, not kill those two guys. Well, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, exactly. Maybe take some of the No, but even then, back. I think you could still be taken out of the moment even if you didn't if you just I'm just saying for me that would have done it. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That, and that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think um someone was saying that they were underwhelmed by Spider-Man's scene with Tony mm-hmm. Stark. And like I can understand that because obviously he has another movie coming out. He yeah. only had one movie. We literally like, got maybe a one and a half it. movies. Yeah. Uh, before that, and obviously they're going to want to, uh, you know, bank on him being a star. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that I choose to look at it, because like I, I felt, like I, I feel their argument, uh, yeah. like yeah. I understand it, is it's less about uh, what, like the emotion of the scene doesn't come from us losing this character as it might with like a character like Gamora or Loki, you know. Yeah. Rumors abound. We don't know mm-hmm. if they're going to end up coming back or what, whatnot. Um, but their deaths feel a little more permanent. But the the emotional weight of the scene is less about what's happening to him mm-hmm. and more about what's happening to Tony Stark and yeah. how he's going to deal with it because he suffers a lot from survivor's guilt anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is probably the worst uh, mm-hmm. manifestation of that. Yeah, and I that's think, true. I personally think it's unfair to criticize a movie for forces outside the movie itself, mm-hmm. you know, not when you're in control of all of them. Like, yeah. True. No, I get your argument. Yeah, I just think mm. my, me personally, just, I think it's unfair to criticize it for the outside forces that are well, going on. Because I mean, if that's if they wanted to have, if they felt like this Spider-Man moment was really important for Tony Stark's development and whatever's mm-hmm. happening in this next movie, how unfair would it be? Would they just? We can't have that simply because we have. We everybody knows we have a Spider-Man movie comes out. I wouldn't if if they told me it's like, hey, we have this really important film with Tony Stark that involves Spider-Man dying. However, people aren't gonna. A hundred percent of the people aren't gonna be in love with it because everybody knows that there's another Spider-Man movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Should be bar that I, scene, change it up, or keep it as this is the way that we plan it along. And I would tell them keep it the way that you wanted it to. I would not. Tell them just because you have another Spider-Man movie coming out does not mean you change I, but what they, happens in the movie. They work in 
they they work closer than that. I understand they understand it, but, but if like, they built my, this, obviously I think Spider Man has a I bigger. I think you can keep them accountable for it because everybody's already expecting the movies to work together. You know what I mean? Instead but of one movie giving away the plot of another I understand movie. They, they are absolutely accountable for yeah. it, but I think what they're saying is, I think what they're going to be saying is that they're owning up to the fact they're accountable, yes, mm-hmm. but I think that it's worth it because I think that something's going to happen in this mo- movie that's going to justify why they went Yeah, but like, this route. you're just like, I think my problem was, is it was like a like straight up middle finger in the air to me of like, <laughs> Uh, the stakes was we not. we made we have constantly been telling you the stakes are going to be real and we just made them not real again <laughs> like that's how i felt like i was like man finally a movie with real stakes and then they killed off characters that obviously can't stay dead and the stakes were gone again like i was like you lied to me yeah. <laughs> really or uh, i was di- really disappointed by the ending okay. of the movie i mean we're yeah i mean we were sold <laughs> we were sold a bill of goods and yeah. uh, we did not get what we were promised no i like i just feel like they like I postponed mean, the real ending to a different movie. That's fine. I mean, it is yeah. it is part one of yeah. a two yeah. part. Originally, yeah. it was part one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a bit like. I mean, it's not a not a great example because mm. the books were out, but it's kind of like uh, Deathly Hallows. Yeah. So you kind of have the like the first yeah. part and the second part, and you except Dobby it. actually does die in the end. That's true. Doesn't yeah. go back. Uh, Real stakes. Uh, yeah. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> There's always, all of my favorite Harry Potter characters die. Ooh. Yeah. So that that's rough. Any yeah. Ruby characters too. And all my Ruby characters <laughs> die too. Anyway, like. And what you said, Gordon, was true. Like, like the only two characters that you really don't know if they're alive or dead are like Loki and Gamora. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the only ones where you're like, what about oh, Vision? I don't know. Vision. Ooh. You know what? Vision too. Oh, actually, I don't think Vision will stay dead either. Yeah. I think he'll come back. Mostly because it involves the stone. Yeah. If and the, another thing, like the other thing is too, is for some reason, I feel like if he, if he doesn't come back. I'll feel really bad because I'll feel like he didn't go out in a big enough way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, like, he did like get it just kind of exploded. I know, but like <laughs> the disbelief that they created in me at the ending made all of made it all seem very small. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. I like, so, so they robbed his death of meaning, and if it doesn't have meaning in the next movie, it's gonna feel cheap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think right. the most meaningful deaths did happen in the beginning with uh, the people yeah, on board. Exactly. Sure, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like Heimdall. Yeah. Like they they yeah. killed Heimdall's guy. Hydra Selba. Yeah. He, he did, did. Yeah. I wonder, so, I wonder if Lady Sif is still around. Because she didn't die in Ragnarok. No, but her like contract she just, is just, you know, out the window. Yeah. Well, she's having that show on Disney Plus, she, remember? She, uh, oh, she has a show coming? It, yeah. On, on Disney Plus? Yeah. I don't know if it's a prequel show or if it's like a okay. Where Is She Now show. <laughs> well, Valkyrie's now. taking her place, so. Pretty much. <laughs> she's as the, as the resident badass female. Uh, yeah. True. Norse. Goddess? I thought she was great, Ish. so I'm not even complaining. Yeah, no, Valkyrie's cool. Yeah, Valkyrie's cool. I like Cork more. That's just I like Cork. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, so. Rock, paper, for you. <laughs> <laughs> Link's dead. Oh, wait, he's alive, guys. Oh, I gotta watch that movie again. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I know. Yeah. So, now we have all talked about our disappointments. Yes. Let's up the mood. Um, and Let's talk lift about, ourselves up a little Yeah. Bit. And talk about our most surprising movies of last year. Ones that kind of took us off guard or ones that were way better than we expected them to be. For me, honorable mention goes to Venom. I had a, a level head going into that, but still, way I loved it way more than I thought it would. Um, but for me, the choice for this was clear. Um, totally took me off guard, almost didn't see it, and I'm so glad I did. Wreck-It Ralph 2. Okay. And hmm. it is super out of left field for some people who 
either haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph or watch the first one and think, why would I bother watching a second movie of that, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and honestly, I really appreciated the first movie and the, the nods to the video game community, which I feel like isn't very present or positively present sure. in movies. And it was cool to have a, a, a proper movie based around that. And I actually loved the original Wreck-It Ralph. And I was like, you know what? I'll throw them a bone. I know it's Disney, but whatever. I'll mm -hmm. see the sequel. Um, and it was not what I expected to be at all. Okay. And I, I was a little bit wary because it was... It had, you know, the internet theme going on, and it just, like... Could go could, bad so quickly. Emoji Moody. <laughs> That's all I could think of. It was Emoji Moody. Like, oh, no. No, no, don't do this to me. Don't give <laughs> Not me Patrick. Not again. Come on. poop. He's like, no. It's <laughs> like flashbacks. It's like, no, no, no. But, holy crap, the movie was <laughs> super funny. Wait, I'm sorry. What is that going to look like on Patrick Stewart's, like... Movie list. Like he played, he played, he played, he played the poop emoji once. Like that was. A, I'm yeah. sorry, Patrick I think Stewart. Pretty good track record like so far. That he got yeah. a one-time like, thing. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. Um, so it was hilariously funny. They handled the internet story in a way that wasn't cringy, mm -hmm. wasn't in-your-face sponsorship. In fact, every single like, of course, they made nods to real comedy stuff like that. Sure. But any real plot altering um, internet company slash thing was made up. Mm -hmm. Like, they made it up. So, you didn't have the... the Google um, wasn't, like, the bad guy or anything. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you didn't <laughs> have... would be a little on the nose. You didn't have the whole, like, YouTube, like, thing focused around mm -hmm. YouTube. It was on a different video platform, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they had Disneyland, sort of, Disney.com or something. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying they, they totally have real things in it, but anything that was, like, plot-altering, like, one, big deal... that revolved around, yeah. Yeah, I do want to point out that the princesses did save Wreck-It Ralph's life. Spoiler alert. It's true. I haven't yeah. seen it. Um, just, I don't know what they saved him from or why, so it's okay. Um, but, with all that being said, that was all just like, okay, good, you met expectations. They then took that. Thanks for being average. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thumbs up for me. I would have been, yeah, it would have been an average movie from there. Like, wow, mm -hmm. you actually had a decent sequel. Good for you guys. Yeah. But then they added in a storyline that was so touching and so out of left field that I had almost, like, had me almost crying towards the end until I told myself, there's no way I'm going to cry. <laughs> I know. You, you leave the theater later and be like, mm -hmm. you have to admit to the world, like, yeah. bring her up to me, be cry like a baby. But it, like, I won't spoil it for you because yeah. I think, and any because I have a feeling that I cry like a baby too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I, just, I, I have a feeling that a lot of people haven't seen it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm telling you now, you have to see this movie because the storyline for me and many people was extremely relatable. Has really never been really touched on this way mm -hmm. in movies, and I love storylines like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, it really, it really hit home for me and a lot of people. And I could not believe how much I liked that movie after I left it. I was like, wow, like not only did they meet the bar of what they should have done, but they had a storyline to me that was way more impressive and way more uh, personal than the first one. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, to a point where I would almost argue I like this one more than the first one, which is really hard yes. to do. That's yeah. interesting. It's cool. Yeah, um, yeah I, I did think it had uh, a surprising amount of emotional punch yeah. uh, in it and really funny. I went and saw it with a friend of mine 
and we were just laughing hysterically yeah. the entire time. All the internet great. jokes, totally on par. On exactly, the, you, like seriously. Well, just having ads thrown in your face all the time on like a regular <laughs> internet day is like, oh, this is so and, like, accurate. The viruses bit. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, there the, wasn't the, eBay the dark web. <laughs> there was very the few, eBay interaction yeah. was phenomenal. <laughs> there was very few cheap uh, jabs, like cheap mm -hmm. internet jokes, which is all the emoji movie was. Really? So, yeah. And best of all, no Candy Crush scene. <laughs> was there Candy Crush in the first one? No, in oh, Emoji. Okay. The oh. Emoji movie. They had a whole... This is what I'm talking about, not having like, the big companies like around that. They had a whole like plot thing where they had to get up um, like through this stage by beating Candy Crush. And it's mm. like, really? Feels bad, man. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was actually really disappointed because my sisters said, like, yeah, we watched it with, uh, you know, with our kids and, or with my sister's kids. And she was like, it's actually a really funny movie. You should watch it. I'm just like, I'm so disappointed in you. I'm disowning you. How dare you? <laughs> Literally everyone that I respect for movie reviews or anything has, like, like not jumping on the bandwagon hated it. Just, like, really hates it. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. So, me. Um, Runner-up is, is Aquaman. Not, again, this the surprise. I, appreci I, I appreciate... Oops, I'm calling somebody. <laughs> don't I was calling don't do that. Um, anyway, so I appreciate your <laughs> questions here. Um, your uh, William made wonderful pre-made questions for us, um, but they restrict me. Um, but anyway, Aquaman runner-up for surprising because like I was hoping it would be good and I was like confident that it would be good, but then we went in and it was just a total blast. So um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was it, just like it was better than expected for me too. Yeah. So. Um, Runner-up, but my definitely my most surprising movie of the year was Venom, because that was actually like I was really hopeful for Venom too, and I was like pretty confident that it would do well. Like I love Tom Hardy. Oh, it's another one of actors I love. Tom Hardy. Okay. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's awesome. Um, but yeah, I was like I was super excited for Venom, but then like as it got closer to coming out, people were like, eh, like like I guess like reviews or like pre-screenings didn't go well or whatever, and it ended up being like a pretty mediocre movie. As mm -hmm. far as like, like critically, yeah. Um, but then we went in and watched it, and it was just it was so fun, and it yeah. was funny, and Tom Hardy was great, and like it was just great seeing like the real Venom, not like your crappy Spider-Man Three Venom. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just it was surprising for me because it was like so enjoyable, right. and surprising for me because it's like one of the top-grossing movies of last year. Yeah, is like it, really? it, it, it is. Yeah. It did so well commercially, like. In theaters Bizarre. and stuff, yeah, and like nobody talks about it. I yeah. know, but Unless it's great. It beat Wonder Woman, right? Didn't do well. Yeah, audience-wise, well, did well. Did too, and I think yeah. that's simply because I see the movie and acknowledge it's got flaws. Actually, well, it's got. It did well. Did flaws. you say it did well with audiences? Because it did yes. do well with audiences. Yes. Audience, like people who went and saw it, loved it. It mm. only, it only failed critically. Yeah, like not even failed. They got like a five out of ten. Yeah, they were like you know very I mean? mediocre. Yeah, because critically, yes, I would agree. It fails mm -hmm. a lot of things. There's a lot of uh, like stuff that doesn't really make sense, and a lot of like like things that kind of miss the mark. Mm. But when a movie is this fun, and you love the main yeah. characters so much, and well, basically, I came out of that movie and I said. That was a good time. It was, I had it was a lot so much of fun. fun. Yeah, and I laughed a lot. And like, I can't hate that movie. It was so fun and awesome, and the action was like like I was invested in the action. That you you can't tell me you can't bring up those flaws and ruin the experience for me because yeah. I love those other was, aspects yeah. so much. And like there 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 you have it for like Ant Man and the Wasp, 
was so like forgettable, even though like it was probably like it was probably like it was probably like a solid movie. It's probably like a solid movie, but it was so forgettable. Where Venom was like just all over the place well, the critically, best, but it was awesome. I want to. I'd want to watch Venom again. Yeah. The best part though was literally just Eddie and Venom. Like I yeah. exactly. The action mm-hmm. was okay. Like it was pretty fun to watch. But it was their dialogue back and forth. Yeah. It's so weird yeah. having like a, a parasite talking to you, and then you just. It's and that's not an fantastic. easy thing to do. No, definitely he not. He freaking killed it, and that's the main reason why this movie is good. Also, isn't it Stanley's last appearance? No, Venom? no, no. He's I got think, a few more still coming well, up. Well, I mean, not yet. As far as timeline like it's 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 his oh, last it's film? it's his last appearance did he where he was still alive when he did that one did he die before the movie came out or after no he died after venom came out okay, what so i'm the, saying is it's like the ones that come out he still has cameos yet to come out but right. he's de- but he's dead I'm now like sure, post i'm pretty sure i i can't remember what it was but i'm pretty sure it was an animated film that got the most recent thing of him Okay. Uh, into the Spider-Verse? I was thinking that, but... I, well, he's already... He's dead now. He was something, dead before, Something's uh, telling me... Is he talking like... Ralph, too? I felt like he was. I think... Yes. It, no, he was. Yeah, he was. Was Stanley yeah. and Drake Ralph? Yeah. He I really he was? was? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think they threw in a nod. Interesting. Okay. But I think last, like, more... I think, like, last big Marvel movie he was in before he died. Yeah. Or the last cameo of him pre that so what did you yeah. think of Venom I don't remember really remember hearing what you had to say about it um, I ended up giving a miss in theaters uh, mm-hmm. based on you know uh, audience reactions and or yeah critic reactions um, and you guys told me it was good but I never ended up pulling the trigger on that uh, I ended up watching it recently and I thought it was really fun yeah, yeah. Uh, like like I said like I I can I wouldn't call it like a great movie, but mm-hmm. like it is a lot of fun. Like yeah. super funny, just enormously entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I might not watch it again, but that's not really a knock against it, as I don't tend to watch movies multiple times anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've I, stopped I really doing like that. Yeah. Like as I've gotten older, you just like, you just replay. run out of time. Exactly. <laughs> that too. We well, move movies. I love. I'm just like I, I, I like it, but I see it on Netflix or if I see it on my shelf. I'm like. I've, I've already seen it though. I want to see something new. I want to see something fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I keep adding movies I've already seen to my Netflix queue. I'm just like, I'm never going to get to these, but like, I just like having them there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like just knowing I can. Guys. It's like an honorable mention. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, what about you? What, what is your most surprising movie? My most surprising movie was uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse because right. honestly, you too. So you guys yeah. match again on the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about are you are both just... Be, what are, are uh, Mission Impossible was my follow-up. Oh, that's your follow-up for this. So, so oh, it was, like, it. It was okay. between Mission Impossible okay, and Okay, we thought you were giving away your next one. So, so, so most most surprising. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so Enter the Spider-Verse. Uh, I honestly, I feel like it doesn't have a right to be as good as it is. Uh, like, I was ready to, to jump in and have it be like a decent animated movie that looked pretty cool and, you know, did its job. Uh, but it is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the animation is phenomenal. It looks beautiful. Uh, the design, apart from, I think, Kingpin, is like really like spot on. I, I mean, laughed when I saw him. That's like, like an egg. That's like the the one. There there are two problems I have with Into the Spider Verse, and that, like they're the only things I have like to say about yeah. that are not. You have to like, really dive what deep are they? to find. There, there are two things. The first thing is is Kingpin. His design like is really off putting. His arms. Like, I, don't, I don't really. Like, like it does, it doesn't work for me. Like okay. I'm not, yeah, it, like yeah. it fits in in the movie maybe, but like it doesn't work for me. The other thing was there's uh, like a weird like 3D effect 
going on, even yeah. in like standard. I've noticed like, that definition. Okay. Like well, stuff screenings. That, and it's weird because I think what they're trying to do is draw focus to certain areas. But that still being said, it was off-putting enough where it still drew my eyes to it. It was know? really unsettling, yeah. like a lot of the time. And I don't like it. Maybe it worked for it. I'm not sure. I'd have to see it without it in order yeah, to, exactly. to kind of judge uh, judge it properly. Uh, but yeah, so Enter the Spider versus mine. Yeah, no, I Same. literally watched it last Same. night because I was like, I need to see this because it is one of the most talked about movies of last year, and I still seen it. one of probably one of the best, um, uh, equal among critics and audience okay. as far as ratings. Yeah. I think it's one of the most consistent with both, mm -hmm. highestly. So it's like, and uh, it has it has a great cast. Uh, yeah. Just absolutely phenomenal. Nicholas Cage is, plays uh, Noir Spider-Man, so and it's beautiful. John Mulaney plays uh, John Mulaney. Who's Peter, John Mulaney? Uh, Peter Porker. Yeah, but who is John Mulaney? Who is John? He's a he's a comedian. Okay, uh, All right. which honestly, if you haven't seen any of his specials, you really need to do that. Okay, because <laughs> he is fantastic. Okay, um, but no, so a phenomenal cast, a great soundtrack. Yeah, it really like that was my uh, jam, I have man. friends that are still listening to the soundtrack on repeat. It's, well, it's music it's that it's music that I've never like actually gotten into or listened to, but it just it really puts you in the zone. Yeah. Like it really helps build that like that character. Uh, and that's how and, you know they did it right. Yeah, if they can sell you you on music that you don't personally listen to. That's how you know you're doing the soundtrack mm -hmm. right. Yep, mm -hmm. that's why I know when a movie sells me on country music, it's a good <laughs> movie. <laughs> what movies have sold you on country music, Wesley? Zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, I've we'll, only we'll have to do some research and I see if we can't get you. Recently it. garnered a small appreciation for it, but you tend to do that on people you love, like country music. Oh, fair so. enough. Yeah, um, but yeah, Spider Verse was mine too because I just I found it aesthetically pleasing at first. Oh, so good. It was difficult <clears throat> because it was such a different uh, style of animation that I wasn't used to, so mm -hmm. it was kind of jarring. Mm -hmm. But then I really got into it. Um, it's like visually beautiful, and I love the character development. Like I love seeing a new Spider-Man. I like seeing like a different story where it's not like, oh, Uncle Ben, he dies, he becomes Spider-Man, he gets his powers real quick, and then he learns how to do it perfectly. I was gonna say, Miles Morales is a real breath of fresh air in terms sure. of like, oh, yeah. introducing new characters. The entire movie is about him progressing to become Spider-Man. Yeah. And there's already other Spider-Man yeah. that you, we can watch. I can't, that. I haven't seen it yet, but you talking about it, I imagine that's, that's just awesome. Like yeah. to have a Spider-Man story that's new, but didn't actually detract from any of the old mm -hmm. stuff. It's mm -hmm. just, yeah, because it's in centers it's, around a different one. And they had a nod to the original Spider-Man yeah. movies in there. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, they, so they do like. Well, we should we should let uh, yeah, Leslie Wesley see it because yeah. okay, yeah. you really don't want to spoil the effect. But like, and it's still and to be fair, it's still in theaters. So yeah. if you still haven't seen it for some reason, go see it now. Absolutely, go see it. Literally, I will say the animation is so good that every single second of this movie, if you were to screenshot. A screenshot it is beautiful hmm. like every single every second frame of the movie is so like it's really good to appreciate in theaters on a big screen to really just get hmm. just just see it in its maximum potential because it is one of the prettiest movies ever hmm. and you can tell that the people who made it were really putting yeah. their heart and soul into it which by the way same people who make the Lego movies and all that stuff freaking killing it with these animated movies it is like so good what they're able to accomplish the comedy is always like perfect to me mm. i mean you saw what they did with the lego batman movie arguably one of the best batman movies ever who would have thought <laughs> that a freaking lego batman yeah. movie I could be so good seen it. it was it was pretty good i have it you can borrow it okay. lego batman real quick was <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere lego batman no. lego batman um 
the Batman in Lego Batman is the Batman that's portrayed in all of our internet memes and how we portray yeah, him as Batman. Mm -hmm. right. And they really personified that as an official character and still gave him a story that still fit with Batman. Yeah, it was it's so like amazing. the meme version of Batman is an actual Batman. Is that how and you, and you love it. Like, it's awesome. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. yeah it's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, they do some really, uh, really creative, new, fresh stuff that... They totally kill it every time, and I, I so know, much respect Because when that first came out, like Lego Batman, yeah. I was like, "What kind of Are cheap gimmick is so this?" Hard? Like, but it's awesome. Man, yeah. way to go to sell me on things I don't want. I know, right? <laughs> it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and that's what Spider-Man Into the Spider Verse was too. And you know what? Yeah, I'm sure. glad to hear all of this about it because I really don't know how much I actually wanted to see it. Mm -hmm. Like. I'll tell you right now, you want to see I it. I know yes. I do, but like... <laughs> no one had sold it. For me, nothing had really was. sold me on it yet. Yeah. Like, I knew it looked nice, but I was like, well, I can just appreciate that from the trailers. <laughs> like, especially <laughs> if you love Spider-Man, which I've been increasingly realizing how much I love Spider-Man, especially with this movie. This really feels like a celebration mm -hmm. of Spider-Man as a character. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, there's more than one Spider-Man, too. There's I mean, like six I'm, Well, yeah, that's it, is I'm interested in, the in like, the multiverse aspect. They do it so well. Really, Spider-Man really is a really cool multiverse that's never been explored in films. They yeah. literally now have a pig Spider-Man, so that was, like, you know what that, that reminds me of? There. That reminds me of like like the Mixel Picks Superman. Like a Superman kind of has a multiverse going on. Yeah, too, that's true. But actually, yeah, DC functions on multiverse. So this makes me really want to see more superhero movies taken seriously like this in animated form. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. I mean, they, well, they can do a lot more with it. I yeah, feel. yeah. Listen, let's let's be honest. These are comics. These are cartoons. So the whole live action thing is a bit newer newer like aunts even though it's like really like familiar to us now I feel like that it does have some sort of restricting yeah. things like know? I'm really excited for the Into the Spider-Verse universe I'm, I'm excited for that to like launch as, yeah. as a mm -hmm. franchise mm -hmm. oh it, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah and a couple of things to kind of tack onto it it was a lot cheaper than your average superhero movie I think I heard somewhere really? that it only cost like 90 million to produce wow which mm -hmm. is for a superhero movie is insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. they had a four good years cast on the movie, too. too they had a apparently. phenomenal cast. They were so, four years yeah. on it? Apparently, no wonder I, it was I, I so think good. I, well, I think I read it. I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that it took them like a set, they took a, an entire week to make one second of the movie. So yeah. they took four I mean, years yeah. making the movie. Man, well, see what human beings are capable when you don't time crunch them? Like, <laughs> yeah. movies can be good if you don't need them out every Learn year, Disney, every other year. Learn Disney, film. And I think yeah. we, I think we need to like dial it back on turning animated movies into live action movies because mm -hmm. it doesn't it's not necessarily better to have it be live action and I think yeah. Into the Spider-Verse yeah. proves, proves that nice I'll use that as saying that uh, Into the Spider-Verse was such a great movie and I wanted to give it my best of the year mm -hmm. but here's the thing <clears throat> Similar, I don't know how many football fans we have here. Similar to how Tom Brady is the kind of guy that you love to hate because he freaking wins all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't want to give Tom Brady any awards because, you know, like, he's already done everything. You want to give the new guy some awards. You want right. to give them some mm -hmm. recognition, you know. Like a runner-up. Exactly. Kind of and you're just tired of seeing him. And it feels almost just unoriginal to call that. him the best. You're going with this. <laughs> okay. And I wanted... And basically, what I see is Tom Brady in this thing is Avengers Fitting New War. Mm -hmm. As the, honestly, just the best movie that I didn't want to give because 
it's just so mainstream and just so all of this stuff. Like it's already winning everything. Exactly. Like you don't want to give it the and, best and of the, the year. The thing is, like too. achievement wise, Spider Man, we were just talk, we're just giving it so much love. It does so many new and fresh things that it deserves that reward. But if I'm being serious about my opinions here, it has to be. Thanks for work. putting that to words for me. <laughs> yeah. Because when we get to mine, I decided not yeah. to give Tom Brady the trophy. As far as movies go. Yeah. For sure. Really, literally, I watched Spider-Man last night, and I was thinking about it for hours on end last night and this morning, thinking about which do I think is the best movie of the year. And the reason why I gave the edge to Infinity War is because Infinity War had to... Sorry, Infinity War. Infinity War. Did you say it for Infinity? It had... So much expectation. It literally had the biggest expectations. <laughs> the trailer was one of the most hyped trailers we've had of this mm-hmm, decade. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been building up for a decade. Yeah. All these things. It's got freaking, I think they said 27 lead actors. Yeah. yeah. All like, these big That's names. crazy. We needed 10 years of movies to get this movie. Yeah. Like, it's there crazy. There is so many things. Mm-hmm. They had to do this almost damn near perfect. To make this work, yep, and they didn't. Mm. And they <laughs> did it. Oh, God. How? I just, I just How? Hush yourself. I'm just kidding. I I love Infinity War, they, but I think no. my argument is valid. Yeah, that's fair. Continue. Well, but that being balancing s- characters like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, you look at DC and and them trying to tackle Justice League with literally like an eighth mm-hmm. of the amount of characters, yeah. and they failed to do it. This is not something that's easy to do. No. You know. Mm-hmm. So to take all that and to just deliver on it and make the best movie of the year is insane. With and I 27 think, characters. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is, holy crap. <laughs> we may never see this again. I don't think, I don't know if we'll ever, I don't, at this point, it was so good. I don't care what the sequel looks like, almost because I don't expect it to be near, nearly uh, as good. Well, like, my, I know I, my thing is, is, I'm looking at Endgame to like finally give me what I was promised. That's my issue. But give me I wish, I wish I didn't have to feel like that either. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's if, fair. If, if more characters had gotten killed off over the course of the Avengers mm-hmm. uh, like saga, let's mm-hmm. call it, uh, I think it would have been an easier, uh, like it would be easier to forgive them for not you know, yeah, fulfilling exactly. the promises of stakes in, in Infinity right. War. And yeah. I think that even though Avengers Infinity War technically and like if you were if I was to be a harsh movie critic about and be anal about all the details, definitely not the best movie of the year. But as the overall movie package, and just mm-hmm. like we said about Venom, about how you didn't care about its major flaws because it was just a fun movie experience and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Freaking Marvel took something that was one of the most hyped movies probably since the Star Wars movies came back and delivered on it unequivocally is crazy. Mm -hmm. Especially seeing how the Star Wars fandom is in turmoil right now. To see them take something that was so hyped up to these standards and to please like 90% of the people, that's insane. And I honestly, as much as I don't want to give them the like the, the the ultimate props of saying that was the best movie of the year. I think I'd be silly not to. And mm-hmm. you know? it's yeah. it's my uh, favorite movie of the year as well. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I did have some back and forth. Like I think uh, yeah. into the Spider- <laughs> it's mine. Too. <laughs> oh my word! I'm glad I picked a different one. <laughs> you guys all go ahead. No, in, into the Spider Verse, I think uh, was going to be an honorable mention, and I think uh, you have another one that was also really good that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, okay. But. The one thing I want to say about Infinity War is not only is it a, a great movie like on its own, but it's like an almost like a near perfect end cap to the saga so far. Like it pays off storylines and like beats yeah. that we've been seeing for the last ten years. Like 
like it sh- it sh- it it should not work as well as yeah. it does. That's the thing. It's annoying how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was really, really something special. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's and we may it. never see that again. And that's it's the true. thing. That's one of the things is that we will see another... The, the Spider-Man into the universe is paving a new way for this thing. And it's revolutionary. And that's why it deserves so much credit. But we'll see another one like that sometime mm-hmm. soon. I don't think we'll ever see another Avengers Infinity War again. Yeah, probably not. And that's why I think it's better. And I think that, that we might be okay with that. I, th- yeah. I think I'm pretty happy if it's just the two movies. Well, yeah. if, you, if you think about it, like most movies, they might not even have 25 characters that, that yeah. make up the movie. <laughs> but having 25 main characters in one movie, that was like... And it, it all meshed so well together. And if you think about mm-hmm. some movies where there's like there's five main characters and it just feels bloated. Well, this one, they bounced it all out and it was basically the bad guy was the main character... Yeah, but that was okay because we already knew each character that he was going against because they had their own movies. Yeah, and they had their own that build-up. really made it work. Yeah, yeah. I, so yeah. we didn't have to be like, all right, so what's going on with this person? Who who who's that basically? I will say I feel like uh, the the storyline that had to do with the characters that were still on Earth, like after everything happens and and you have them them working out on Earth, I feel like they got kind of the short end of the stick narratively. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's going to end up paying off in Endgame, and I'm yeah. happy to wait for that. Well, yeah, because they announced that. They said that the characters you see less of in Infinity War, like, it gets swapped for mm-hmm. Endgame. You see yeah. them more, and the other ones less. Prominently. Time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. It'll, <laughs> I don't know if any of you have read the Game of Thrones books, but there's one. There's there are two books that was supposed to be one book that he split into into two, and the first book is all the characters that you don't really care about, and the second book is the characters that you like care about a lot. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. there's a way to do it well, and there's a way to do it poorly. <laughs> and I feel like this did it really well. Okay, yeah, that's true. Sure. Yeah, yeah uh, you guys have basically said everything about Avengers. <laughs> do you have anything to add? Anything to add? Oh man, um, no, just it was so pleasing that it was that the build-up was worth it. That mm. it was 10 years. Like, I started watching Avengers movies in, like, 2011, so it was seven years for me. But still, it was, like, it just felt so satisfying to see all the characters come together from, uh, like, 20 movies, mm. basically. Mm. And then it all meshed so well. And I don't know. I just I was really, really pleased with it. I really enjoyed it, and I don't know what else I can say that you guys haven't said already. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Did you have an honorable mention? Honorable mention was uh, like you guys into the Spider Verse. Mm. I really enjoyed that one, but also uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm. I did not see this movie in theaters, but uh, Gordon and I watched it. Um, I saw when it, it came with out you as TV. well. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I was so so surprised at how entertaining it was. It was phenomenal to watch. It was like visually pleasing, and it was it was shocking at the same time. Like. I'm not really into espionage and like spy movies mm. and stuff like that, but this one did it very, very well in a way that I could follow for the most part. And it's like a lot of you know double crossing or like faking somebody out or making something happen, but it didn't actually happen. Um, and then just like the the cast was absolutely phenomenal because they had like Tom Cruise. The guy's in his fifties now, and he's still doing this. He broke his was it his femur? His ankle. His ankle. He's the Tom Brady of actors. <laughs> <laughs> he broke his ankle. Has he won an Oscar? He must have. Yeah. Right. I mean, he probably must have. have. Yeah. I know. I'm pretty sure he's been mm. nominated, but Maybe. I'm not sure if he's won. He's at least, but yeah, nominated. he he's basically like killed his body, 
being in these movies because it's it, it's something that people want to see not him killing himself but you know just like doing something that's absolutely stunning and visually like out of this world basically because you don't think nobody would actually do this in real life you're gonna do cgi or like stunt like a stuntman or something he's like no i'm gonna be on like underneath a helicopter i'm gonna be holding on to a plane or i'm gonna be on the side of a hundred-story building something like that isn't he known for his run too he runs a yeah. lot and he's running so much in this movie like there's an entire scene he always has he always has a scene where he's running but there yeah, was this one that was a whole bunch it was really really impressive and i again i love the actors i love uh, uh tom cruise he was great uh, henry cavill who plays superman uh, i think yeah. you really like him he's the one guy who i know who can pull a mustache off pretty well like just a mustache for the yeah. most part um, the, also, that mustache will go down in infamy, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Never forget. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Simon Pegg, of course, because he doesn't like Simon. I don't know if I've ever. I'm sure there is stuff that he ex that he does that's not great. Uh, but I personally have never watched anything that has Simon Pegg in it that I didn't love. I, I would avoid watching Kill Me Three Times. Okay. Yeah. Don't watch that. <laughs> um, but I, I do have to add to the uh, Mission Impossible conversation that it's. It's interesting to me, and it's fascinating that they can still make it entertaining. Like the, it's basically the same movie, and it's a very old like concept. Five times, yeah. But they're still bringing fresh things to the table, and and the the final, I think, like twenty minutes, half hour of the movie is some of the most intense, like like gripping and like um, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, anxiety and like you feel <laughs> and, like you see, yeah, you know that these characters are going to survive. But you're still like in the moment and like wrapped up in like how it's all gonna play itself out, and I think that's really impressive. Truly, yeah. I was I was like clenching up when I was watching the last twenty minutes. I was like, Ugh. it makes me so uncomfortable, but I couldn't look away. So, so what about you? Like I said, I decided not to give, like, I decided not to give Infinity War. Yep. The even though it's There's always one. Yeah, game. even though Infinity War is like obviously a phenomenal movie, um, but. I think my favorite movie of the year was A Quiet Place. Okay. Um, just because it was so unique, um, and I'll I'll like I'll never forget the theater experience. And, and you mean and, total silence in a theater? I know. Well, like, but considering that it's not something we're always getting, like, I'll never forget my theater experience for Infinity War either. Mm. But like. I wasn't ex like you were expecting it to be that way, and like we'll have more movies in the franchise that are like that. But like a quiet place was like it was it was new, and it was a unique experience, and it was just a really good movie. Yeah, like and like absolutely. like the horror thriller genre is like probably my favorite genre in movies. So like just to add another like actually good movie to that to that to that corner of of movies, it was really satisfying for me. Um, also the, Jim Halpert. And also Jim Halpert, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, for me, those are the movies that have the most, like for me, I am most willing to rewatch a movie if it's like a horror movie, mm -hmm. because it's just kind of fun to relive that experience, especially if you're showing friends. Um, so yeah, A Quiet Place was... was yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I don't really enjoy feeling sheer terror while watching the movie <laughs> multiple times, but you know, do each his own. I know people that would agree with you. <laughs> I, I, I definitely have to honor the the movie experience, the the theater specifically experience, and that's why I loved Avatar so much. And a lot of people is mm -hmm. the, specifically the theater experience and how you were so immersed in the yeah. world. And like I said with Ready Player One earlier in the discussion, how I, I loved the theater experience, but that was an experience that can only be experienced in that facet in mm -hmm. the theaters and. 
and the movie just no, just does does not hold up afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's disappointing. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, what a honestly really good year of movies. I've never seen so many movies in the theaters. And Wait, hold on. What Aquaman was runner up for me? Actually, oh, okay. For my Infinity War and Aquaman were runner up yeah. for me for best movie of the year. I was I loved Aquaman. Okay. Really cool. Yeah. With Aquaman being so good, we have a lot of DC movies to look forward to this uh. year. With a good, <laughs> finally good. <laughs> yeah. <stand>. Remember. Finally. <laughs> remember in an earlier conversation on Inconceivable where I said that. Aquaman needed to succeed because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how good the other DC movies are. If Aquaman didn't do at least moderately well, yeah. then people would give up on DC. Like right now, in this little pocket of time right here, it is finally nice to be a DC fan. <laughs> it's like a, the DC movie franchise currently is moderately healthy. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and it the, feels and nice, it's, <laughs> and it's the healthiest it's been in a long time. Yeah, like like Wonder Woman brought us to like like. Okay, there's okay. hope because Wonder Woman is the good. The patient is conscious. Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. The patient is conscious. There's hope. We can still operate. And Aquaman's like, all right, the operation's done. Um, operation's we'll, we'll, done. We have to go we'll, through, uh, you know, uh, we'll physical update, therapy. Yeah, we'll have to go through physical therapy. We'll update you if there's any any side effects. <laughs> but the operation's done. Um, yeah. So can I go first? Since I like I well, I have before we jump into this, you're welcome okay. to go first. I want to quickly list off the movies that we have okay. to look forward to in 2019 as a whole, and then we'll break down what ones okay. we are most excited for. I have a list too. For me, um, I wrote down personally the most relevant movies. I'm sure there's going to be one or two that I miss, but I have quite a list, and I have to just stop at some point, right? So, Avengers: Endgame, Captain Marvel, Glass, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, X-Men: Dark Phoenix, Star Wars: Chapter 9. It Chapter 2, Lion King, Dumbo, Spider-Man Far From Home, Joker, Sazam, Hellboy, Godzilla, King of Monsters, The Lego Movie, Part 2, The New Mutants, John Wick Chapter 3, Frozen 2, Men in Black International, How to Train Your Dragon 3, Pokemon Detect... Uh, De- Detective De- Pokemon? Pe- yeah, Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh, that's Pokemon! Right. Detective yeah. Pikachu! Star Wars a yeah. solo story, Will. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong already. Is it Alita Bal- Battle Angel? I think it's Alita. Alita yeah. Battle Angel. Right. Um, Artemis Fowl, Zombieland 2, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic! <laughs> and Playmobil the movie. Playmobil Wait, the movie. Those are the most anticipated? No, no, no. Yeah. Like, why did you put down Playmobil? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, do we so, have Lion King and Spider-Man on there? Oh, yeah. So, but, so we were talking about Aquaman. My most anticipated movie of next year is not this. But it was my my ex- runner up because this is the movie I'm like the most Im- like immediately for in- sure. excited for is Shazam in mm. April. Okay. That's like that's the movie I'm like the most like it's my most immediate like I can't wait to see it. But and and same with Endgame. But Endgame is like yeah it'll be it'll be here soon and like yeah. I to get an idea and it chapter two I'm like really really excited for I'm really excited for it chapter two. But my most anticipated movie of next year is Star Wars 9, definitely. Because, yeah, like, same. it's so far from now, and, like, I literally have no <laughs> idea what's going to happen. It's true. Um, whereas with, like, Endgame, you have an idea. Um, so, yeah. Yours is, yours is Star Wars 9, too. It's, it's Star Wars 9, just because yeah. with, with all the stuff that's happened with the new uh, trilogy for the ongoing uh, Skywalker saga, basically, mm-hmm. I want to see how it wraps up. Because we yeah. we kept thinking that it wrapped up like we already knew. Uh, so we watched the original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ends with six. We know what happens to the, those people, but there's the prequels. But we still know what happens to the people in the end. Yeah. But with this one, we don't know where it's going. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's 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 odd because Episode Seven was done by uh, 
J.J. Abrams, and then Ryan Johnson came in and mm-hmm. he did a completely different idea, a different take with episode eight. Mm-hmm. And then J.J. 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 Abrams. J.J. Abrams is coming back for episode nine, so I'm wondering how he's going to take what was already done yeah. and, and build off of that. And, and the Force, at least for me, the Force Awakens is such is so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Like, I love rewatching the Force Awakens. Mm. I don't know where I my really copy like is. I really like it. I want um, it back. I just don't know where it is. I might have it. Really? Somehow. Because is it DVD? Yeah, yeah I do. Mine. Maybe I do have yours. Yeah. Okay, because I own the one that's in like in the sleeve. Okay, that's yeah. mine. But then I noticed I have another one in my. So it's yeah, probably give yours. It back. I'll give it back. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I swear, yeah. Wesley. Give I, wonder what I, ha- it was. I, I don't want to watch it so much that I stole your copy too. Don't worry. Yeah, two copies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mm, honestly, I wish I was more excited about episode nine. Like I, I want it to be mm-hmm. my yeah. most anticipated, but I. I'm just not sure that it's gonna be that good. Like, so you're almost you've been, trying to under anticipate. Yeah, yeah. I really want to. Like, I want to. I want to lower my hype level. Try to temper and, your expectations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's. Oh, what are you doing? My Drop, phone. Dropping stuff. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I want it to be episode nine, and I'm interested in seeing where JJ goes with this. Oh, absolutely. I'm uh, definitely interested in seeing the movie. I'm just not. I'm not optimistic. Yeah. Let's say. What about Mandalorian, uh, so, though? Uh, that's an entire different conversation. It, I, yeah, I think that's a different okay. conversation. I mean, we're on movies now, so yeah. w- when we have a, a, a most anticipated TV and uh, yeah, and such episode, we'll have to talk about that. But yeah. we still, I feel like we still don't know enough about that to to really like dig into it. That's fair. Yeah. But what is your most? What is yours? I'm just I'm gonna have to give it to Avengers Endgame. Um, again, you know, popular choice. It's not. It doesn't feel great, but I just, I gotta see how it ends. Yeah. Um, and there's a bonkers number of movies coming out this year. So a lot of which I expect to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like a truly insane number of movies. Right. Like just going through the list, you're like, holy cow. I've never seen this many like potentially great movies right. in a cinema. I, and I, I have think to agree. Like, you look at the you, list and you're like, like, I don't have money for this. We <laughs> thought we thought last year <laughs> was like a really <laughs> good year. Like we thought last year was a really good year for movies. I, I think like it's like more this year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, two or three times as many yeah. easily. Yeah, and I think that Toy Story 4. What's interesting mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. we had a, a lot of those movies at least met expectations. Mm-hmm. Some of them exceeded, a couple were disappointing, but overall pretty good as far as how they were met mm-hmm. not a lot of awful movies this year especially no. within the the really the, the geek fandom mm-hmm. type movies um, so I think what that it's going to be interesting to see how this year holds up against them yeah definitely fair enough what was your most anticipated so, movie this so real year? quick honorable mention I am just because I just got to say I'm really excited for How to Train Your Dragon Three. I love those movies so much. Yeah, and, uh, you guys. It's been really consistent. You guys and your How to Train Your Dragon. I need to see how it wraps up. I was gonna say Hiccup, Hiccup's glow up has been really. has <laughs> <laughs> been really in your ten year glow up. Really fantastic. Uh, not gonna lie. Um, lucky guy. Other, it's so fun to see it. I'm sorry. It's yeah. so fun to see a care. A character like y- you live like you get to see the character like get to where they are mm-hmm. like you live through their whole arc. I remember experiencing that for the first time with Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. and Ezio. Yeah. Like it's one of the, yeah. So or like and the Harry Potter series, exactly. you kind of get to like progress along with him. Yeah, it's really neat. 
One that was so close to making it, but I have to just throw at least throw up there is John Wick Chapter Three. Mm. That movie, that series is so impeccably amazing with its action. One of the best action movies of all time, I dare say. Um, and it's, it's ruined me for other action it movies. It really has. In, you know, like those stupid Hulu commercials where it's like, it'll ruin TV for you. Like, John Wick yeah. has ruined action movies. <laughs> Never for get me. Hulu, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, and I really can't wait to see where it wraps up because I, honestly, towards the end of John Wick Chapter 2, I was like, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I don't need another John Wick movie. This is great. Then the last 10 minutes happen, I'm just like, crap. I need I, I I need a third one. I need like four more movies now. Right, because the thing is, is that after the first one, I didn't need a second one. But yeah. they gave me a second one, and I loved it. And I was like, okay, you justified it. I like it. I like it. I like it. And it was getting towards the end. It's like, you know what? I think I'll be good at this. I don't need another one. Mm-hmm. And then they they give you that cliffhanger. Like, I have to see that third one. Like, there's no way I'm not seeing that. So yeah. But my most anticipated one again. Just, just like my previous argument, I, I would be lying if I was just like I want to give it to John Wick because I think it's the more um, creative choice. Sure. And but I'd be lying when I th- when I was really thinking to myself is like, what am I really most hyped to see? And what am I just like, just like if I could see tomorrow, what movie would I d- see tomorrow? And it would be Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like again, like Infinity War is so good. I, even though I'm not expecting this to be as good, I need to know how it ends. And I think it's so important and what they've set up for it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'd be lying if I wasn't the most hyped for this out of all the movies in the year. I need, sure. like, Star Wars, sure, is, is it somewhere in that mix, but I'm also trying to shelve it and not be so hyped about it. I can't not be hyped about Avengers right now. It's right. it's far exceeded that point, and I'm probably going to overhype it, And but that's okay. I'm just too hyped for this. I have, a, I have like, a bonus question. Sure. That's cool. Like... What was your like whether whether it was a book, like a TV show, like what was your favorite like piece of media from piece last of year? Media. Like Oof. movies, oh, books, oh, TV, anything. You can't spring that on us. Like, Why not? I, mean, like, I, have, I can't even uh, remember everything that I watched or looked shoot, at. Man, uh, mm. honestly, I I had a lot of great like, movie experiences. Even this like year, even if it's like still Avengers, like ignore that for a second. Like something you haven't <laughs> already talked about. Oh yeah, maybe any, like uh, how about just honorable, honorable mentions just, and movies in general? But not even about movies. Like I'm you just thinking like what in like in retrospect, what was your favorite like, I, some media? I'll 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 go I'll go with something. Uh, I'm not gonna say that it's the best, but off the top of my head, I'm gonna go with Critical Role. They've been killing it this season. <laughs> yes, yeah. well, they've, they've definitely they've really nailed it. It was a brand new season this year, right? Yeah, no, they new started campaign? a new new campaign. Yeah. Uh, they introduced a whole bunch of characters, and the characters are uh, pretty much all super likable and well thought out, mm-hmm. and they have interesting backstories. The fandom unfold. is really thriving for that. Yeah, no, it's it's really been phenomenal to watch. Something actually, what you bring up makes me think. Really cool experience. I don't even know what to label this as, but Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Yeah. Holy crap. That was, that was really fun. Really fun experience. I've experienced it a few times now. Mm-hmm. It was almost frustrating with how many times me and Alex <laughs> kept choosing technically wrong things, but honestly, there is no wrong or right way to do things. There's yeah. just shorter endings. Right, yeah. yeah. But honestly, that could potentially be the most meta thing next to Deadpool that I've ever seen in media, mm. period. It started to get really meta at a certain point. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the endings is like one of the most meta things I've ever seen. Um, and it is a unique experience, um, and I think it's really going to pave the way for some really more unique experiences for media in general as this mm-hmm. weird cross between video games and movies. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. I would love to see other 
media does like like other movies and TV shows do this, but in moderation. I think Black Mirror was the perfect experiment for this, and I love Black Mirror as a whole. Um, but it'll be interesting where it goes from here because we had such a great starting point for this where when something starts off that well, usually it tanks really hard as people try to take it on yeah. almost too quickly. Sure. So I hope people take this new format with consideration and thought. You know, cause Black Mirror had to literally postpone their next season because they put so much work into Bandersnatch. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that needs to be remembered as how invested and how not an accident this was. It mm -hmm. was very well thought out and it made for a really fun experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have one, Alex? Um, it's not something that came out this year, but it was new to me this year, and that was uh, Overwatch. It's mm, my first time yeah, playing it, <laughs> and I highly enjoyed it. I mean, I'm, I'm making a cosplay from it now, and I'm just, it's just, it was so fresh and different, and it felt like I was playing an anime, sort of. Yeah. Such a, like, such a unique variety of characters, and I want to know their stories, and I'm still so annoyed that they don't have an actual story campaign, because mm -hmm. I want to <laughs> know more about these characters. Something that was new, year in over, uh, new in Overwatch last year was the Overwatch League, which had a very successful start, and yeah. it is the first really legitimate t attempt at a um, team-based, U.S.-based esports league, one with actual um, home locations to be coming up, mm -hmm. really building on the city, American-style type of sports and esports spin. For Overwatch. For Overwatch. Yeah. It's the first one of this kind, and mm -hmm. I think that it's going to change how esports works in America, and I think that should That's not... That's why you're so excited about it. Yeah. Okay, because well, like, you're like... Like not, I don't mean this as a as a dig. Like it's 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 a, it's perfectly fine. But you're like obsessed with like the uh, was it Boston Uprising? Yeah, you're like obsessed with them. And I'm like, how is it so? How is this special? Like esports are fun, but I was like, why is William so obsessed with them? Like why are? But that's cool. That yeah. I understand now. Like it's it's revolu it, potentially yeah. revolutionary. I, I mean, do what they're doing. I do want to point out that it's not just the United States. There are a lot of other oh, teams. Oh, for sure, but it's U.S. Based. based. Yeah, yeah. it started yeah. here first, as we opposed to it always starting somewhere else and coming here. Right. Okay. And we don't yeah. have a U.S. team. We have cities like mm -hmm. yeah. Boston Uprising. Mm -hmm. I am proud to say that we have a city, like we have a town. Uh, I'm sorry, we have a team from Boston representing us in uh -huh. the esports league. That is cool. We don't yeah. see that ever in esports. Yeah, that was so. a very unique experience for us because we actually went to an Overwatch League yeah. party where they were playing the like they were showing the the game. Yeah, the, like the, um, the not in Gillette Stadium, yeah. but in one of the vicinities right next to Gillette Stadium. Really mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, uh, Wesley, do you have one? Yeah, so I have a couple shout outs, which would be Daredevil season three. Mm. Yes. And oh, dude. The yeah. Haunting of Hill House, which is just a phenomenal like. <laughs> piece of TV show. Okay. Like, I don't know. You're telling the show. It was so, <laughs> it was, it was so good. So much. Like, I just, again, I don't know, like, if you guys share that with me at all, but I love, like, horror thriller stuff. So it was, it was just, it was really quality. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't just like, eh, I don't know. It was like some quality stuff. Um, Daredevil season three was great. But this wasn't new to this year, obviously. But, like, just for overall enjoyment, I finally got back into Pokemon Go this year. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's just so much fun. That's true. Like, that was probably, that's probably my favorite thing still right now. I even got William Fair to finally no, I'm get in into it. Now. it. So, I, yeah. That was yeah. very interesting just to be sitting in the living room and then hear Will screaming no all the time. Because he like, can't catch something. He missed something. And I was like, <laughs> probably best but but what? Like, still, Pokemon Go, is it's so special to me because, like, I grew up playing Pokemon. And, like, I have so many... 
fond memories attached to playing Pokemon. Like certain songs out of nowhere just remind me of Pokemon because I used to like I would yeah. hear them while I was playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon so Go like, is a very like big celebration like, of Pokemon. In it's general. A, yeah, it's exactly it's a celebration of Pokemon, and it's not something. It's something you can get your Pokemon fix playing Pokemon Go and you don't have to like spend an afternoon playing you know what I mean yeah. like it's an easy way for me to get my like video game or just my like Pokemon fix if I play Pokemon Go so oh, cool yeah awesome well this was fun guys yeah, yeah was was very, very great conversations mm-hmm. and man I'm so pumped for this year for movies and look forward to our spoiler cast um, stuff because that's going to be a lot of fun is that still called Inconceivable or is it yeah. like a new thing called spoiler cast yeah Inconceivable spoiler oh, okay. cast yeah, so um, it's it's going to be fun because, uh, personally, I love our conversations just personally going mm-hmm. on about these things. It'll be really cool to record some of them and also show you guys you know, our initial yes. thoughts rather than waiting until the next episode comes out to talk about it. And you can have dedicated mm-hmm. stuff for everything and a little bit more quicker pace as well. Nice. So it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Until next time, stay kind, geeks. Inconceivable! This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.